Well, hello there, Miss Stavaraki. How are you? Should I call you Teacher Stavaraki? Sure, whatever. <laughs> Neighbor, friend. Uh, we raised our children together pretty much at the same school, right? Long time. I know, I just, I was trying to think about that the other day. Your son, Michael, right? Yes. Is graduate, they're at separate schools. They yeah. graduate, they're both graduating, which made me feel very old when I saw him with his short haircut. Oh yeah. Oh my God. That's yeah, he just got his haircut. Well, I'm here with Michelle Stavaraki today, and she is a teacher, high school, an excellent one at that, very conscientious one. She is a mama. She makes the best tiger brownies I've ever had, and I bug her about it all the time. She has her own <laughs> specialist in, I, you do, hands down, uh, in English and in history. You also, this is, um, you also worked in admissions because I remember meeting you at campus at Huron one time because I was in, I was taking a course. So you were a counselor and an admissions, right? Yeah, and, and recruitment. Wow. I did it all. You did it all, man. Yeah, it, it took a few people to replace me. You still yeah. did it all. So welcome to the At The Table podcast. We are talking about education and where we're seeing technology fit into education because we see that it has a place. We know that we have a balance, but it's important to find the right balance of technology in the classroom because what we're seeing and what the evidence is saying in Europe and in the US, um, we're seeing completely distracted students who can't focus and are emotionally sort of not invested in their academia anymore. So Michelle, welcome. Thank Tell you. Tell a little bit about like your path, like how long you've been teaching and what do you like to enjoy you on, on the side? Cause you're so, a very good teacher, you need a break. This is my third incarnation as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. I started off as uh, I, I started off in corporations actually. Yeah, I okay. I wasn't far off from that. Worked for London Life, worked for Bell Canada. Didn't like it. No. Had an opportunity at the university and decided to take it and loved it. But then I had kids, so I had to switch jobs and you yeah. know. And then I I decided I didn't like what was happening in my job and yeah. so I quit and went back to school. So I graduated from Faculty of Ed in 2008, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah, like the kids were like in kindergarten, right? You yeah. You come back to school. Yeah, right? yeah, I was in school when Michael was in kindergarten. So yeah, I did that for a year and then of course, got on the hamster wheel of LTOs. I was really lucky though, because I started off. You were queen. I, <laughs> I was at four, 14 schools in four years. That's just, that's unfortunate for the system that we can't get well, it's, in consistent positions. That's her It's better now. It's definitely better now. But um, I started off in adult ed. I was at yeah, Weeble we, for, right? I was at Weeble for four years. I love it. So, Oh, I did I too. Loved that all day. Teaching there was great, but yeah, you got to go where, where, yeah. Yeah. My heart was in high school. So yeah, I do love those, those, I love the banter. 
yeah. high school yeah. kid, right? And then a lot of when, when they connect with you, yeah, I would leave my, my, my door open at lunch and always say anyone can come in. Well, by the end of that semester, weren't they all in my classroom hanging out? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because I, uh, talking with anyone, they weren't even talking with their parents, but they were talking to us or just, yeah, just felt safe. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's a good thing to do. Yeah. I share a classroom, so I can't do that. <laughs> oh, I'm in three different classrooms right now. You do. Well, we have, you and I have maybe what, two decades of sort of teaching the under our belts or timeline there. So would you say? I've only been teaching, well, I don't know, okay. maybe 15 years. Well, that's not two decades. That's, that's um, extensive. I've been, been full time for six years now. Yeah. And when you start a class, I, like in the fall, how yep. do you start off with your, what sort of, what does Mrs. Stavaraki's classroom look like with expectations and boundaries? What, what do you like to focus on to build trust and, and rapport with the kids? So I'm pretty laid back. I mean, what you see is what you get. I don't, uh, I don't yell. I don't no set any really strict boundaries. Um, kids will normally come to me. Like I've, I've built up a reputation at my school and the kids will come to me and self-identify and tell me what's going on in their world. And then I just say, look, whatever you need, you know, just if you need to step out, if you need something from me, just let me know. And that's pretty much it. And it's been such a weird year with, with, not being like being in school and then not being in school and then yeah. being in school and then not being in school like the back and forth has been really hard yeah and I think the kids are really like I see it in my they're summer school class they're well they're, they're they're stressing they're really really yeah. anxious yeah. and it's it's really hard on them yeah really I hard think, um and just listening to the kids, like in the neighborhood and kids online yeah. and some of the stuff, because I'm in a couple of different uh, committees with teens, like youth mental health and all that. Um, and they're saying that they got more out of in-class teaching. They, they oh, yeah. prefer seeing the teacher and understanding the material. And as a teacher, I would find most of the teachers I've spoken to or asked, how do you think it's going? we prefer being in the classroom because we can see everybody the wants of their to eyes. We can see if they yeah. understand things. Would you agree with that? Oh yeah. 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 And I, I would, I would hop online every day. So I would, I would do Google meets with my students every single day Good for you. Um, between 1230 and 2:30. I would do the lecture. I'd go through all the material. I was available for questions. And I just think that that helped a lot. Oh, it did immensely. Um, immensely. The kids, the kids, the kids were good, and the kids showed up, and they showed up for me. That's so that is not that was kids really were showing good. up. Kids no, I know. And and I can tell you that many teachers were saying that uh, 45, 50 percent of their class would put their cameras on and they'd be gone somewhere else yeah. in their house, not paying attention, or just on yeah. their phones. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not going to say that didn't happen in my class. It probably did, but you know, for the most part, I had them engaged and, and I, engaged. yeah. yeah. You and they didn't tell though by marks. Oh yeah. They, nobody failed. In. 
Yeah, yeah, nobody failed. Right, right. That, so that was that's good. an indicator as well. Yeah. But even in the little classes, like between grades one and five, when I spoke to some of the teachers, they were they were saying that I I felt frustrated because I saw a little, you know, Johnny Smith was uh, petting his cat in the kitchen and wouldn't come and sit down. <laughs> And little Sally had to go to the potty and then got distracted by the TV. And you can't, yeah. you can't make these kids sit and pay attention at a computer. It's too, it's too much. It's and too much. parents are working. Yeah. Yeah. This year I cough it up to emergency education. Teachers yep. did their best and kids yep. tried to navigate it. And, and, you know, hopefully Tokyo doesn't bring back a variant that we can't deal with um yeah I don't think it will I I really not <laughs> I, I'm very I'm, I'm very positive <laughs> I'm I'm very positive that if we're all double vaccinated we're mostly safe if you're double vaccinated it should yeah. cover most right because uh well, yeah. you know as well yeah. Jeff Jeff is uh he's gonna have to wear a mask for a lot longer at work than anybody else so he's He's like, well, <laughs> doesn't he live in a mask at work? <laughs> um, double all the time and changes. And then when there's a code, he has to literally completely leave the room before you touch the patient, put everything on right. again, and then go back in and save them. Right. So it was oh, a completely wow. new, because you want to run to them. Your instinct is to run. Yeah. But now yeah, it's but a 30 second delay, which is bad, right? But they can't change yeah, that. Yeah. Um, no. When... When you teach, if you had your choice, what is your favorite grade and curriculum? Like if you could pick the curriculum that you could magically teach the rest of the your career, what would you? It would have to be grade 12 English. Oh, uh, that's one of mine. Yeah, I, I, I like it. Pardon me? Macbeth. Uh, Shakespeare. No, that's grade 11. Yeah, yeah, but Hamlet. Yeah, yeah, Hamlet. Yeah. Like Hamlet. Hamlet's usually grade twelve. So yeah, I I really enjoy teaching for you. Yeah, um, that's a great course. I like the students because they're a little more mature, right? And you get more of a connection with you them. But the, you know what? The grade nines are fun. <laughs> they are. They are, aren't they? They're cute. They're like deer in the headlights. Minor nines. Let's do a poetry unit, guys. They. I loved doing poetry units with grade nines. Oh, but, and you know what? They hated it, but I, we loved, I loved it. My kids did so much. They did these, they would come up with all these elaborate poetic projects that took them sort of, you know, four months to do along the way. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, of course you could do Romeo and Juliet or whatever you wanted to do for your novel study. We can't then, do that anymore. And I, I know. It's, I, it's all very prescribed. You have to, and because, because it needs to be consistent across the school. Yeah. So what happens in grade nine happens in every single grade nine class. What happens in grade 10 happens in every single grade 10 class, et cetera. Just because well, it's then we know what we're teaching. Yeah. 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 And it's consistency, right? Like the kids um, can't come back and say, oh, well, you had Miss so-and-so and she's an easy marker and she didn't do this, this, and this, and we had to do this. And you know, they're all chatting. Okay. They're all sharing notes. Oh yeah, they all talk. It's crazy. Oh yeah. Now, we went to school and 
we yes. just we just in high school were able to use the internet, right? Just at the end, I think. Not me. <laughs> I'm thinking, I don't even know if I was. Was I? I knew there was computers we could type, but I think I was still using encyclopedias. <laughs> we had typewriters. <laughs> we had no I used a typewriter. I was on typewriters. Oh no, my typing yeah. keyboard lessons were with, you know, uh, with this incredible yeah. teacher. He's so funny. And I, I wish that we would teach typing in grade four earlier for kids because they're doing so much online oh, yeah. and they're still doing the, the kids. Just do. Yeah. Yeah. This is still Jeff. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> typing oh, class was great. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, I love that. But when we introduced computers, the internet, I found that as a teacher, because that was in my, I was at a school here, I found the kids were engaged, but I could balance the technology out in my room. They weren't constantly on, phones were not in it. And I could sort well, of yeah, they didn't exist. I could manage yeah. the balance of tech. And it was perfect around 1999, 98, 2000, up to 2003. And then we introduced more computers, 2003, 2004. Yeah. And then phones hit in 2007. But I didn't see a change in children at all at when I was supplying or coaching, because I coached. Right. right. Until around 2010, 15, right in there. About eight yeah. years ago. I saw a draft. I remember, I remember the first the first kid that had a cell phone in my class, it was a Blackberry. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was 2012 and he had internet access. So he's constantly on the phone. And I'm just like, dude, that is so rude. Like, get off your phone, get off your phone. But now it is so hard to control in the classroom. Yeah. Like, so there's 30, 30 of them, sometimes more. Yes. And, and I can't I have can't. the frontal cortex to control anything on a phone because they just want the dopamine hit. That's yeah. all that's talking to them. Yet and because it's, to teach them. Because it's their personal property, I can't touch it. Yeah. If I touch that phone and something happens to it, I'm liable. Yeah. The um so, I used to put a shoe rack up with their names and if yeah in attendance they had to put their phone or a little slip card saying they're here in yeah. the little phone pouch and i would actually do attendance that way in the door and then make sure the whites of their eyes were there just double uh, yeah and then i took the phones away I've... from them so i didn't have a problem until much later when all of them had phones yeah all of them Yep. And then you've got like different, <laughs> different schools have different policies, right? Yeah. There isn't a board policy that I know of. Um, they've talked about it. Uh, I believe the different wording is are banning it. They're banning phones in schools because they can't get them to focus. And the principal that did but, it, she just said it was the most remarkable thing in there for their mental health. She said they talked, 
They signed yeah. up for sports and activities. They started to become engaged and guess what they were saying? I'm interviewing a kid from that school and in the pre-interview, she was saying that I'm so relieved I don't have to look at it. Yeah. I don't want to look at it. So it's it's funny because the school that I'm at doesn't have enough technology for all of the students. Right. Which means right. if I don't book Chromebooks well in advance or book the computer labs well in advance, they have to use their phones. They don't have a choice. If I have certain activities planned, what if right? We, what if we magically say, say we'll use the magic wand theory to dance around my our issue that we talked about before. So if we had a magic yeah. wand, and I could give each kid a Chromebook or or a laptop, but I could control their browser, which is a browser hit that only allows them to go on certain things. Yeah. Do you think that? they would be a lot more focused and con con be able to concentrate on the information. If we well, yeah, that. because there's, there's no distraction, Yeah. right? The problem is like, I've got my phone right here. Well, look, oh, look, I got stuff going on, right? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's looking to see if someone liked their dress. They're look, they're, there was yeah. a girl in, in a class where I taught who took maybe 13 selfies in 76 minutes i'm like <laughs> oh oh yeah. my gosh um i, said, I get those too put that down can, can yeah. put that down i said you know that that's not healthy for you to to yeah. focus on that for yeah. that long and yeah. i said can you put it away or i'm going to ask you to put it on my desk for the rest of the day yeah and i asked her politely and she did yeah i said just put put it under your bum sit on it i don't care yeah. but it's out of your hands yeah and they literally don't want it out of their hands they're so no, no. enraptured by no. the notifications the yeah. likes the comments and uh there was a few things that i had to navigate because i was in a class and the one young gentleman had a very inappropriate video of his girlfriend on yeah and i had to say you know can you turn that off this is not the yeah. time for that we're yeah. in business class yeah. and I really don't want to talk to your dad who I know <laughs> about what I saw. So yeah. we're going to keep it between us, but just put it away, buddy. Put it away. Yeah. And then it happened because I was in there for a week. Right. And it kept happening. Yeah. So I had to finally go to the principal and I said, listen, what you what you have on your phone is illegal. Okay. No matter what it's illegal. So well, pornography under 18. Yeah, and all that. And let's just say it was very inappropriate. But the principal was not that supportive. So, um, but the vice principal was. So I That's ended good. up navigating. It was all fine. But I'm like, it's, it's about their attention. And it's about yeah. them learning to pay attention. Because if a kid is not teachable, they are not employable. Yeah. And I think and we can't, we got to get that transformation, that thought process there. Yeah. And I think, um, I know. So my son, Michael, we've talked about him already. Um, my cute he's got a phone. His hair. Gorgeous hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's got some good flow. He does. He, uh, he's got great hair. He does. So does John. Both of them. 
know what? It's a good thing to they take do. after. They always do when they grow up long. Yeah, like it's just you know it's so cool. Yeah, boys are good that way, but my, my, Michael has a job. Yeah, and his phone goes to his job, but he's not on it at work. So he's got a work ethic, which is really good. Yeah, but but then Michelle, we go back to. I was at a summit for parents and, and a lot of psychologists were there and some pediatricians they are saying, but that's because of you, because you did a wonderful job in instilling those values and work ethic in your children and respect. Well, let's hope so. Right? <laughs> we'll see where it goes. The amount of people being fired right now. For phone use. For phone oh yeah. Use. And, uh, for inappropriate phone use, because I teach uh, um, corporate HR courses, right, about digital wellness and addiction, right. and how to make your phone work for you and yeah. those types of courses. 32% um, of people say that they look at inappropriate things on their phones at work. Now, part of this also was single people look up dating apps. 20% oh. are looking <laughs> up dating apps at work. Okay. Right? But... Yep. These people are millennials and they're right out, right? Like they're, they're younger. So they have yep. separated technology and work ethic, work ethic, morals, respect. They have a, they can't find and navigate that right balance that they need. Right. So one of the things that I do in my class is yep. I don't bring my phone into class. Yep. My phone stays in the office, in my office, yep. because then I'm not tempted, but I'm also modeling for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I so keep it in my bag, but I don't, I just keep it in my bag, like in my work bag. No, and it's off. I, I leave it in the office. I get all sorts of selfies. Okay. Not from me. <laughs> usually, oh. usually the custodial staff <laughs> grabs my phone and unlocks it. That's great. It's, That's it's fun. Oh, and yeah. it's very funny. Yeah, it's I very had someone funny. take my phone and they were taking a bunch, uh, they were sending me a bunch of, um, one of the, one of the teachers was like going to eat my lunch out of the, fridge. Oh yeah. I'm like, you buggers. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like it's funny. Yeah. I, I mean, that's adult, but it's also, yeah. let's check it after school. Let's check it. Yeah. Yeah. When, when it's lunch or, you know, even, yeah. I mean, yeah. just yeah. when I'm not in class. Now, in terms of um, um, cyberbullying or bullying, how how do you, Michelle, navigate that when you discover it? It's going on. I go straight to the principal. Yeah, yeah. That's the first thing I do. Um, I make sure that the student who is being well. So I did have a situation. Okay. Okay last year I need a story. Uh, we like stories yeah okay so this is a story okay I'm ready for I, story time. I had a student um i'm in charge of the muslim student association yeah. Yeah. So in my classroom we have prayer rugs yeah. and i was gone for a week because i had to have my eye surgery right i remember okay. so i had a sub in and I guess she wasn't aware of what was going on in the back of the classroom, mm -hmm. but a student videotaped another student taking the prayer rugs out and stomping on them. Not cool. So 
I was MSA meets Friday at lunch yeah. and they do, they do, they pull out the prayer rugs and they do their prayers. I'd be very disappointed in those students. You know, I was livid. And when you have to call the parents. And... No, so, no, so here's what happened. Wow, I would have. Oh, I wasn't. So the problem was I didn't have the evidence on my phone. Oh, okay. Right. So what had happened was another student had sent this video okay. out to whomever. Okay. Yeah. And I'm in the MSA meeting and these girls are like, oh my God, I can't believe they did that. And I'm like, what's going on? They're like, oh no, it's okay. I said, no, it's not okay. You tell me what's happening because if there's something happening in my classroom, I need to know. So they finally showed it to me and I said, I need you to come with me. You need to come up and uh, talk to talk to the VP. That was March 13th, 2020. So that was March break after that, right? So it was March 12th. So it was timely as well as COVID happening. Right. Was that the second COVID? That was the first one. Oh, first one. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah, because we're 2021 now. So... I show, so the, the VP comes down to the classroom, has a big talk to the students about respect and respect, but the kids that had done this weren't in class that day. Bugger. So. Not cool. Not cool. Just a mishap of timing. So. So VP leaves, um, says he'll deal with students in question when we get back from Mar- March break. Right. Absolutely get it. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then COVID happened. Well, yeah, but th- th- it didn't stop there. Oh. So I had asked a student um, to meet me out in the hallway yeah. because I needed to talk to her about something separate. Right. Okay. And she was like, she thought I was talking about something else. Which is, I'm so sorry, Mrs. Stavraki. I didn't want, they said they'd beat me up if I told on them. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she said, you're minion. So my boys bought me a, a minion for Christmas one year. Yeah, yeah. And I, know, it, I know what a minion, yeah. They're, they're cute. It's a, somebody stole it. Somebody stole my minion. Which one was so, it? Kevin? Huh? <laughs> Kevin. Kevin? You mean from Despicable Me, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, it's is it Kevin or the other little weird guy with the glasses and the weird hair? That Kevin, that little. It was the other guy. Okay. Yeah. The weird glasses and the the hair. Anyway, so I find out the same kid that did the videotaping, stomping on the carpets, is the one that stole my minion. <laughs> so say, definitely, when one child does one thing, they yeah. Think- they're linked to several other unfortunate events. Yeah. So I go back into the classroom with this student and the VP, I I don't know, he came back down for something. So I, I was walking out of the classroom 
another student says to the one that I was speaking with who happened. So the girl that I was speaking with was part of the MSA. Right. Right. And after the VP had done his song and dance, I'm walking out and I hear this. I can't believe you told Mrs. Stavracki that that happened. And I heard that. And grounds for bullying and harassment right there. I lost it. I said, you do not get to treat other students that way. Because I didn't say anything. I said, I heard what you said. (laughs) So he got sent to the office and dealt with. Um, His father happened. when When the most important part here to me as for what I do, a parent educator, were the parents contacted at any point? to let them know that their child was controlling other people and other, other yes. and other yeah, yeah. because that, yeah. that is a behavioral issue that needs to be addressed. So I talked to, so the father of this student actually worked at the school. So I talked to him and said, look, this is what happened. Yeah, and he's like, gotta, you just got to share it and say, Hey, yeah. Yeah. And then I believe the students who took the video and shared it, their parents were called by the, by the principal. Good. Excellent. So it gets, it gets handled, but yeah, I mean, it happens. It does time to get addressed and handled yeah. properly. Like it usually, yeah. now we, we all know that there are very inappropriate things going on at high schools. And uh, I interviewed one, one principal who totally opened my eyes to the amount of time that he, she was spending as a principal on phone issues, like bullying, harassment, nude photos and videos and illegal video taking. He said, took up 60% of his week, which made his week longer because he wasn't getting his vocal work done and his other work done. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. I, and the one scenario he gave me which I can share, which I, I'm actually happy to share, but we got to kind of cut the, uh, uh, you know, we got a little bit of time left. Really quickly, it was a kid who was in a, a geography class and the teacher, yeah. excellent teacher. And you and I, by my standards, excellent teacher. Yeah. Marking, cares, conscientious, delivering, you know, okay. Um, she cares about the kids. She was like, I'll just use Johnny. Johnny, can you put your phone away? Like I'm going over the objective and the rationale and the assignment. Yeah. Can, can you put your phone away? Um, I'd really appreciate your respect and listening to me because <laughs> you're going to need this information for your unit. Like she told me exactly what she said. Mm-hmm. She went back. She's ignoring Johnny because Johnny is obsessed with looking at his phone right now. And she can only imagine what he's looking at. She, he's older. He's 17. Right. So she gets the, the majority of the class is listening to her. So she has to go with the flow of the class, as you know. Yep. She goes through the flow of the class. She's going through all the instructions because I think I think she was saying they were starting the beginning of an ISP. Uh, right. So it was fairly elaborate instructions. Yeah. Here he was checking, going back and forth. You know, you know, you know what I mean by this look? Check down. Oh yeah. Up, check it. So Really, it's all disjointed learning. They're not really comprehending anything within the 45, no. 60 minutes anyway anymore. And that's why we need those phones out of there. Um, yeah. So he's looking. She comes behind him, 
and sees that he's looking at something very inappropriate on his phone. Of course. She's like, buddy, can you please put your phone away? I don't want to, to tell, you know, and go tell them what I saw in the office. Like, can you just, just put yeah. it down? This is like the 17th time. Yeah. Okay. So you now know that this is not just a respect issue. This is an addiction. Oh yeah, this is, absolutely. This is us dealing with all these zombies who can't literally shut it off. So long yeah. story short, she goes, Johnny, can you put your phone on my desk, please, for the rest of the day? Because you really need to be separated it for a little while because your group is relying on you for part of your assignment. You can't fucking find my way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. They're becoming yep. very combative. But when I speak to psychiatrists and, and psychologists, it's because you're taking their dopamine away. It's their cocaine. So their yeah. body is just reacting to the to the brain reaction, not really you. So she she was very calm. She knew well aware about yeah. this. So oh yeah. well, I've never sworn to you or any child in my whole life. She just kept it de-escalating, yeah. de-escalating. Yep. She's like, but you know, it's not cool to swear at me or anyone here. In so now you get so now you get to go to the office now. You know what? You've never, I've never had to send anyone her years of, of teaching because she's so good at her management. He goes, yeah. Yep. And this principal, bang on, love him, deals with this issue. He's smart. You know what he says? I love the way he deals with it. Johnny, can you tell me why your teacher sent you here? I want to hear your version of the story first. I love that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's always the way. That's how they usually deal with it. Right. So, of course, Johnny says, um, well, yeah, like I was in class and my teacher, she just wanted me to put my phone away and I was just sitting there quiet. Mm, well, we'll see because Mrs. So-and-so is going to come up here and chat with us. Yeah. And she's going to tell us her version of what happened because I've known this teacher for 10 years and she is excellent and never gets angry at anyone, really. She has great classes, great averages. The parents yeah. love her. So are you sure there isn't anything more you want to tell me? <laughs> oh, yeah. Same thing happened to me today. Or today. I just told her, like, not to take my phone. All right. All right. So end of the day comes. He says, you know what? For right now, she wants you working on this assignment. So can you go back down and get your stuff? I want you to come up here and I want you to work on it. Yeah. Until the, it was like near the end of the day. So that was good. She comes in, she tells her story. Oh, okay. So you know what, Johnny, you had an hour to tell me the truth. You had an hour to divulge to me that you had sworn at her. And um, he had taken the phone uh, away or made sure it was shut off somehow. I can't remember that, that fact, but so now it gets interesting. Because now this principal who deals with it exactly the way they should have, yeah. I'm very impressed by them. And you know, Johnny, we don't swear at teachers, but there's really no need to get upset. Um, your teacher just wants you to engage and, and learn and be here and be happy and be secure in your class, right? Yeah. Your teacher asked for your phone to go on the desk because you can't control yourself. So, you know what, I want you to give me your phone because she has now told me that there is inappropriate content on it. 
So he's like, I'm not giving you my. <laughs> so he's yeah. the principal. Well, he didn't get. So this goes further. So anyway, he goes, you know what? I'm going to have to call your parents in because of what's on your phone. It was uh, his girlfriend showing inappropriate videos. Right. And uh, in class, and he was opening it up. So the parents come in, and he's a part of the hockey team at the school. That's a very good school, very good hockey team. And there's playoffs coming. So you see where I'm going. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Parents come in. Wasn't my kid. My kid was provoked. No way. He has a playoff game tonight. He's got to play in it. Um, well, your son no. swore at the teacher in front of 30 kids. And then when he was in this office, he swore again at me and the staff heard him. This is not behavior from your child that is usual, but your child is obviously protecting his phone and not using it accordingly to what the teacher needs in the class. And he's not learning how to use his phone responsibly. Right. He says, so I'm going to have to suspend him for two days for swearing and for being combative. Yeah. And the parents are like, that means he can't play in his game tonight. No, he can't play in his game, but he can go and he can watch and he can support, but he's yeah. going to be recruited. He's really good. Um, you can't do this. Um, You're ruining my son's future. Uh, yeah, really. He's probably not going anywhere. He hasn't gone anywhere out of the high school, right? Like they've been yeah. in Toronto if they're really that good. So anyway, the parents go into the car and he, but Mr. Miss, uh, I can't say the name. Sorry. Yes. The principal was like, you owe the teacher an apology and that never even happened or you never even considered it. And I would have yeah. actually given you this and this as a detention, but because there was no thought in anyone's mind to apologize to her or me or my staff or the other kids that this is going to happen. So he goes to the arena to make sure that the kid isn't there. He's already talked to the teacher, the coach of that team saying he's not allowed on and who was there already ahead of him trying to get on the ice. And he's like, like, I'm sorry, this is board property. When there's a game that's board property, he is not allowed on. I'm so sorry. You'll have to wait yeah. for the next game. That's in two days. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, maybe a formal apology would go a, lot, a long way as well to helping the situation. So they walked yeah. by him. He went there knowing that the parents would try to do that. And I just find that so disheartening, that story, because it really is about the parents supporting the staff. And the parents supporting yeah. the administrators. And when that happens, growth happens. When it doesn't happen, right. they're enabling bad behavior. Right. Have you yep. seen scenarios like that, Michelle? Yep. I had a, a student this year yeah. um, who I told him, he kept going on. In a, we were in a computer lab, but it was a business class. He kept going on inappropriate websites and showing his friends all these videos. And I'm like, you can't, you can't do that. And then he started swearing at me and I said, okay, so now you get to go to the office. And he's like, I'm not going to the office. I said, uh, yeah, you are. So I had to call the office yeah, to get the admin. Meanwhile, this kid's throwing desks and chairs. Nice. Yeah. And I'm like, so combative. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, just calm down, relax. You know, and, and like the other kids were scared. And even, even his friends were like, don't do that. Like, just calm down. So he was suspended, obviously. But, and yeah, I mean, more of these violent outbursts. 
because the kids just can't emotionally self-regulate. Their emotional right. intelligence and awareness is just not there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's really hard for them. But I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with my administration because they are 100% supportive. Um, the, the rule is if the phone becomes a problem, it goes to the office yes, and the kids will slip and it goes into the vault until the end of the day. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, they give them their slip and they get their phone back. That's so it's, it's a simple rule, but then we go back to the problem of that technology that's needed in the classroom now. So it's, it's funding to give them their own yeah. oh, iPad or, 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 or Chromebooks for the for everybody four years they're there with the browser um, security, cybersecurity, uh, done, yeah. which happens in Germany, England, uh, France, they don't have phones in schools. Yeah. Guess what? Their grades are higher. They're, they're, yeah. Their, their disjointed learning is decreased um, right. because now they are actually full-on comprehending long-term memory work, right? Because if yeah. we see that a child has disjointed learning, they're not learning. Right. right? So it, keep looking up, looking down. Yeah. I, I can't remember what the formula was for gra gravity uh, in physics class. Like, how do you remember? You got you to gotta look at the board. You got to be able yeah. to look at it. And plus now they're seeing that handwritten notes and handwritten work, even on an electric, there's a new piece of technology. And I'm meeting with a company actually because I want to support it because they can take it into school so the kids can write their notes. Yeah. But then they put it in a, a file in their notes, but it's all electronic, but they're right. writing it. Yeah. And that, that was one of the things it, interesting because when I was at the university, Parents would say desktop or laptop, and I'd say desktop. Wouldn't it be easier for them to have a laptop? And then they could record the, or like they could record the, the professors or they could, you know, take, they could type notes. I said, but typing doesn't necessarily process. mean you're processing. Yeah. When you write it down, you actually have to There's a layer the information and listen to what that person is saying. There were so. many professors that I've spoken to for my book, um, kind of sad because a very high percentage of kids now are dropping out by Christmas. Yeah. Um, they are literally in, even in law school and in medical school, if you can believe yeah. it, are watching Netflix during oh, yeah. their lectures. Yeah. Oh, when I was at the one professor, college. he goes, so you're watching Jane the Virgin? Well, this is criminal law. <laughs> so, do you want to pass so, like she failed and then her parents argued that the teacher was not good enough but then he said can you please look back through her notes can you look through her notes right and, and there's so much administrative arguing now that the professors yeah. are like can we put a, a button in the room to ban the use of their browser. And so the kids can yeah. focus. I think that's a way to go myself for high school yeah. as well. Yeah, I don't know that we have that technology. It would cost a lot of money. It, It'll yeah, cost but it. you know, but what's the investment? 
either we teach the parents, teach the kids how to put their phones away at school and the teachers yeah. have to deal with it. They, they shouldn't have to at all. But and it's hard when there's 30 kids. Yeah, I had 38, 25 of them. 11 social, well, now it's anthropology, psychology. No, actually they gave me 41 kids. Yeah. Yeah. I said, okay, because I could handle the, the grade in the school and it was fine. Yeah. But I didn't have to deal with phones then. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. But now I need a bigger shoe thing to put the, put the phones yeah. in. Because I, I don't want them on their desks at all. No. If we don't have the technology to do it, I don't do that lesson. I change it. Because yeah. I just want their focus. Yeah. I, I'm the teacher dragging the encyclopedias and resources to the room. Because if we all can't be on electronics that are yeah. like a laptop with a, a secure browser. Yeah. We don't go on. Yeah. And they focus better and their test results are better. Yep. Yeah. Video. Absolutely. Well, if you had a magic wand, last question, Michelle, what would you like to change for all the kids in schools, in schooling? My magic wand question gets so much um, information out. Get rid of social media. Okay. okay. Get so rid of it. The ability to block it? Just yeah okay yeah. but don't don't engage oh, okay right because that's where that's where things get hard for them yeah right I that's where we're finding out something in one class and by the end of the day they were all on this kid bullying this kid within two yeah months. it was just awful. Yeah. yeah and that's that's it right like that's the thing you gotta you gotta just Ban the social media. Social media is the worst. That's it is the that's worst the component of the phone. The Snapchat is literally the highest ranked criminal oriented yeah. app in the world right now. I yeah. have no idea. Oh, it's it's crazy. And and that's what they Financial do. Financial fraud, yeah. uh, grooming, luring, um, drug deals. I learned the symbols for drug deals the other day. Nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> Because I wanted to know, because I got to know from yeah. my kids, right? But they don't use yeah. they don't use Snapchat actually. Um, one's older; she just she just texts her friends and whatnot. But, yeah. but guiding them, guiding yeah. them to that. Now there's kids getting phones who are eight and showing yeah. their photos at eight years old. Yeah. So where's because the they, parent? Why did you let your kid up in their room with a phone? Come on, that's just. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's funny because. Um, Michael had an incident online and I found out about it. My kids have. Yeah. Yeah. But I found out about it and it was inappropriate on on his part. Okay. So I took the phone away. Good for you. I did too. I'm for my guys and and not just the phone. I took other privileges and they had to actually show me that they could run their phone back and learn how to use it again. Yeah. Um, And it wasn't that bad. It's mostly about learning Netiquette. Yeah. So learning how to comment. Theirs was just comment. And the other one was the other one was so young. They were adding different people to their Instagram followers because they all want to have the most followers. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's that's like you're a loser uh, if you have less than a thousand now. Right. Yes, I'm a loser. <laughs> so, um, so I'm like, okay, so I had to say to you don't know any of these people. Yeah. Why are you not using our password, our family password? Because yeah. 
we say you can't join you unless yeah. you see them in person and give them your verbal password. Yeah. No one should be on your phone unless you've seen them in person. Yeah. Like if, unless you're following like, you know, um, he follows a bunch of hockey players and Ellie yeah. follows swimmers or something like, yeah. you know, like idols or movie stars or something like that. Yeah, that's yeah, an yeah. authentic follow. But I'm telling right. you, you found four women who were 23 four, or to 40 on my son's middle son's Instagram. Oh my. And he had added them. I'm like, why the heck would you add this person? Do you even know who they are? He's like, no, I just thought she was friends with so-and-so because I gave her name to the police. She was a known trafficker supplier. She got oh. a fine speeder. I'm like, oh my, I was like, so you really yeah. got to look at their phones. Right? 83% of parents don't look at their kids' phones. Yeah. Yep. I don't even want to know. Like I give my kids more leeway now because they've proven themselves a little bit to me, but I still yeah. have talks and we still chat and I still check. And then the little one wants one because now we're seeing if an older one has one. Yeah. I'm just one almost wants one young uh, right away. And we just are refusing. No, no, we, we agreed that phones weren't allowed until high school. And that, and honestly, that is most people's wish. But what happens, the younger sibling is now yeah. getting it because they're like, oh, I can't deal with you. You guys both just work on your phones. Yeah. No, we've been we're lucky. Yeah. We're lucky. Well, thank you so much for sharing us with us all about your different techniques in your classroom, ways in which you handle different situations. Uh, Thank you for giving me the magic wand solution, Michelle, because I think that it's about getting a safe browser and getting technology in the room that the kids can have on their own yeah. so that they can yeah. be completely non-distracted from social media. Yeah. Is yeah. that your, your yeah, that's years it. or 15 years of academic? Exp- I would agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks, thanks so much. Thanks so much. And we'll see you in the neighborhood. And hopefully there's brownies at my door. (laughs) I think you should be giving me brownies. I'm I'm like, I think I just, I'm going to give you a good wine. Um, Oh, okay. (laughs) Local local wine from a really good winery that I found. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. We'll see you. Yeah. Bye. Bye.